what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. How about the church start doing something to attract the anointing of the Holy Spirit for a change? I'm more interested in doing that that pleases God than I'm concerned about what pleases you. We're more concerned about the presence of people today in the church than we are the presence of God. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. your Bibles this morning, turn with me please to the book of 2 Kings chapter 13. The book of 2 Kings chapter 13. Uh, Move down if you will to verse 14. 2 Kings 13 verse 14. Now Elisha was fallen sick of his sickness whereof he died. And Joash the king of Israel, came down unto him and wept over his face and said, O my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And I want to stop right there and use for a subject this morning, preaching a few minutes, the death of Elisha. Elisha's calling into the ministry came, strangely enough, as a result of failure in the life of his predecessor, Elijah. After the showdown on Mount Carmel, when the fire of God fell and consumed the sacrifice, Elijah killed all 450 prophets of Baal, which made Jezebel mad, and she threatened to kill him. This great man of God, Elijah, who has just experienced one of the greatest moves of God the world had ever known, at least up to that time, allowed this woman's threats to produce fear in his heart, and it throttled him to run some 480 miles to Mount Horeb. And there at a cave in Mount Horam, God dealt with Elijah through and by a still, small voice. Let me say this before I go any further. God knows how to deal with His servants. And I have found that When God is dealing with His servants, it's best to stay out of it. It's best to keep your mouth out of it, pray for the individual in question, and let God deal with it. God knows how to deal with His servants. And let me me say this, and this may come as a shock to some of you, but there has never been a preacher 
that did not have failures, faults, inconsistencies, and sin in his life. Are you hearing me? Let me say it again. There has never been a preacher, and I include myself in this, that does not have faults, failures, inconsistencies, and sin in their life. And you say, well, Brother James, how can God use such an individual? I'll answer your question by saying this. If God only chose perfect people to edify the body of Christ, there would be no one to edify the body of Christ. There are only unperfect, imperfect people. Thank God today that He chose to look beyond my faults, my failures, my inconsistencies, the sin in my life. God looked beyond that and saw my need for a Savior, and He sent His Son into this world to die for me. And He accepted me as a kid when I was 12 years old. And he knew that I was going to play the fool. He knew that I was going to have faults and failures and, and all of these different types of things. But he saved me anyway. If you can't think of anything to thank God for this week, thank God for your salvation. And if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior today, don't leave this place until you do. It is the greatest gift that you'll ever receive when you accept Jesus Christ into your heart and into your life. God dealt with Elijah, and God deals with us today, and thank God for that. He doesn't throw us aside. He doesn't crack the whip and throw us overboard and give up on us, but He keeps working with us and chiseling away and working in our lives to bring us where we need to be. And God spoke to Elijah, 1 Kings chapter 19 and verse 16. He told Elijah, He said, I want you to go and anoint Elisha, the son of Shaphat, to be a prophet in thy room. Anointing someone in those days was just a simple recognition that they were called of God to a certain task. And the Bible says that Elijah departed, and he found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him. Now, there were several schools of the prophets that Elijah could have went to to find Elijah. He didn't know Elisha from, from Adam. Had no idea who Elisha was. So in order to find this man that God has chosen, he had to follow the leading and guiding, the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And instead of going to the school of the prophets to find this young man, he followed the leading of the Spirit, and he found this young man in the field, plowing with twelve yoke of oxen. God has chosen people from all walks of life.
to do his work, to do his bidding. He has chosen carpenters. He has chosen farmers, fishermen, doctors, lawyers, all walks of life, men and women, God has chosen to do his work. And God has chosen you today as well. Do you hear me? You need to get that. You need to understand that today. God has chosen you to do a work, to do a task in His upbuilding of His kingdom. And I want you to understand this today. Only you can do what God has for you to do. Only you can do what God has for you to do. And you can't do it within yourself. You can't do it within your own strength, your own ability. You say, Brother James, I'm just not very eloquent of speech. I'm not very educated. I'm not as good as this one, that one, whatever the case. That's why you go before the Lord and you say, Lord, I need the anointing. I need the anointing of your Spirit flowing in my life to do the work that you want me to do. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. Without me, you can do nothing. But with Jesus Christ, I can do all things. Through Jesus Christ, it strengthens me. And you today can do what God has called you to do. You ask Him. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. If there was ever a time in church history that the church needed the anointing of the Holy Ghost, my friend, it's today. We need the anointing of the Holy Ghost. We need the anointing of the Holy Ghost in our singing. We need the anointing of the Holy Ghost in our teaching. We need the anointing of the Holy Ghost in our singing, in our preaching, in everything that we do. We need the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Only the anointing can break the yoke of Satan. We must have it today. He calls people from all walks of life. Elijah passed by Elisha and cast his mantle upon him. This indicated that Elisha was to follow Elijah. And just as Elijah cast his mantle upon Elisha, God has cast His mantle upon every single one of you in this place. Every one of you listening by radio today, by the internet, by CD, by podcast, however you're getting this today, God has cast His mantle upon you to do a work for Him. You say, well, Brother James, if that's the case, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. you got to have a relationship with Him. You pray, God, what is it that you want me to do? And God will show you.
Now, let me say, how many of you want to do what God wants you to do? Amen. It's going to cost you something. And the Bible says that Elisha took those 12 yokes of oxen and he killed them. And he prepared a feast and he fed all the people and he went and left to follow Elijah. Killed that 12 yoke of ox. And I don't know how much ox costs today. I have no idea. I, I know a pig can be pretty expensive. Especially if you buy them in pieces. Chickens can be quite expensive too. I went to the store the other day and was going to get a three pound chicken. Cook him on the grill. It was somewhere around $8 for that thing and got up there at the register and they had some up there rotisserie already cooked for for six fifty. And I'm like, here I can buy the whole chicken already cooked and everything. Cheaper than I can buy one. I got to go home and cut this thing up and pull the gizzards out and all this kind of stuff and then I got to light the grill and and and... And I can save a dollar and a half by buying one already cooked. Go figure that. I bought the one that was already cooked. It won't as good as mine that's cooked on the grill, but hey, we got it done. But I don't know how much an ox cost, but he had 12 of them, and he he killed them all and fed them to the people, and he left everything. He was somewhere around 30 years of age, and he left the life that he knew behind to follow Elijah to do what God called him to do. And if you're going to do what God wants you to do, if you want God's best, then there will be some things that God will ask you to lay aside in order to have His best. Now, do you hear me? Do you follow me? Now, what God asks you to lay aside may be different from what He's asked me to lay aside. I love model railroading, Lionel trains. I had a room full of, of the stuff. Loved the hobby, enjoyed it immensely so. But when the Lord called me into the ministry, He said, you're going to have to lay that aside. And if you want my best, you're going to have to lay that aside. And I did. We put it up on the shelf stored it away, and followed him. God may ask some of you to give up hunting. He may ask you to give up fishing. He may ask you to get off that golf course. He might ask you to get out of that bowling alley. Because it's going to take time to get you prepared to do what God has for you to do. 
And Elisha had to follow Elijah for 10 years, sat under his tutelage for 10 years. And he couldn't go through the training and get what he needed to get from God to perform God's will in his life by being out there in the field with 12 yoke of oxen. Something had to go. And my friend, I'm trying to tell you today that if you want God's best, he's going to ask you to lay something aside. And you've got to be willing to do it. It's going to cost you in order to have God's best. Now, salvation is free. But the Lord lays his finger on an area of your life. And he says, that has to go. Maybe it's not a hobby. Maybe it's a thing. Maybe you're spending too much time on that house, that car. Maybe it's a relationship that's not healthy. Are you, are you getting this? Maybe your relationship with this individual is interfering with your relationship with God, and God has laid his finger on it, and he says, that has to go. I know what I'm talking about. Been there, done that, bought the T-shirt. There was a time when the Lord said, that young lady has to go. When I was coming up in my teenage years, I dated a young lady. The first car I had had an AM radio in it. And I wanted a radio that would play cassettes. We didn't have any money to do it. And at that time... Pepsi-Cola was doing a contest thing, and if you got the right letters that spelled NASCAR or something of that nature, or got the right, you could win $100. And I opened up a Pepsi and looked in the cap, and there was the right letters I needed. Won it twice. Found one in a bottle cap, found one in the bottom of a can. $200 I won, and I used that money to put that radio in my car. And I told the Lord, if you'll bless me with the money to do this thing, I won't, I won't play rock and roll, I won't play country, I'm going to play gospel music in that car, and God blessed me with it. And I had Bill Gaither and John Starnes and different ones playing in it. Went to pick this young lady up one night on a date. And I had the music playing in my car. And about two or three miles down the road, she hit the eject button and took the tape out and flipped it over there to Bebopadopoulos. Who's Bebopadopoulos? I don't know. Y'all were the ones listening to it. I don't know. Y'all know more about that world than I do. She wanted to listen to some M&M. I thought that was a candy that you eat. She wanted to listen to that stuff. And I knew right then this won't work. And I turned the car around, I took her right back to the house, got out of the car, opened the door for her, and I said, that's the end of the date. You don't mess with my gospel music. You didn't mess with it then, and you don't mess with it now. 
And music in the church has got downright filthy today. You can't tell a difference between the world's music and the music in the church. It's all mixed up today. Some of it, they play secular music and then slide into a gospel and then slide right back in the world. Well, Brother James, we have to do something to attract the young people. How about the church start doing something to attract the anointing of the Holy Spirit for a change? I'm more interested in doing that that pleases God than I'm concerned about what pleases you. We're more concerned about the presence of people today in the church than we are the presence of God. I took the young lady home. I said all of that to say this, there may be some relationships in your life that you have to lay aside in order to have God's best. And if I hadn't listened to the voice of the Spirit as a young man those years so long ago, I'd have never met Dana. Are you hearing me? God's got something better. for What God has for you is better than anything that you can come up with on your own. Oh, glory to God, I feel that. What God has for you is better than anything that you can come up with on your own. And if God could just catch some of you, He'd bless you. Let God bless you today. He had no problem slaying those ox. He left everything. The world he knew for 30 years, he left it behind to follow Elijah. For 10 years, he was trained under this great man of God. He saw miracle after miracle performed. Right before Elijah was taken up to heaven in a chariot of fire, he asked for a double portion of Elijah's spirit upon himself and upon his ministry. But that was not for Elijah to give. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is the prerogative of God. He gives to every man severally as he wills it to be. And in those last days of Elijah, Elijah would tell Elisha, I'm going over here. You, you stay here. I got to go over there and I'll come back. And Elisha said, wherever you go, I'm going. Good grace and mercy. If the church could have that attitude today. Are you, are you hearing me? If we could get that attitude today. I'm going to go however far I have to go. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get God's best in my life. We could turn the world upside down. We'd have these altars full every week. We'd have people saved every week. You'd be going in the hospital, and instead of going in there to lay on a bed, you'd be going in there to lay hands on the sick, and the Bible says they shall recover. 
glory to God, gifts of the Spirit are available to God's people today if we'll ask. Seek earnestly for the get best gift and be willing to go the extra mile, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Elisha would not leave Elijah's side. And he saw the chariots of fire as they came and took Elijah away. And then it happened. The glory of God filled his soul. God gave him a double portion of his spirit. And it changed his life. He served the Lord in ministry for some 66 years. And the Bible says that he died. Second Kings 13 verse 14. Elisha was fallen sick of his sickness whereof he died. Someone would say, Brother James, how can someone who is so anointed a double portion of the Spirit. He actually performed twice the miracles as that of Elijah. But how can someone who is so anointed fall sick and die? How can that happen? Come on back next week and I'll tell you. today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And every Sunday morning, we have Sunday school starting at 9 o'clock and worship service at 10, as well as Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are broadcast to the parking lot for those of you who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.